I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So it wasn't all bad, but mostly it was. It felt good to be part of a club. I imagine a lot of online trolls feel this way too. So I excuse my any particular egregious offensive comments about how Stephanie was fat or looked like a man in exchange for my membership. I tried to focus on the few and far between positives. When the site moderated house they would host a meetup in New York, I decided to go making the leap from online to offline friendship is always risky but with a few positive pathetic version of the counters under my belt i thought what's the worst that could happen i made the hour-long trek from queens to a dive bar in brooklyn and i discovered and discovered i joined a mean girl style clique if you've ever made a friend online you understand the intensity of that kind of friendship it's no less quote-unquote real than any friendship with someone you met at school or work i assume that my fellow pvs would be less snarky in real life and more like the kinds of people i'd want to hang out with on the regular but the whole thing felt blatantly uncool i had assumed stephanie would be the unspoken elephant slash beast in the room we'd act as if we'd known each other for ages in between knowing winks and inside jokes instead they wouldn't stop talking about stephanie things got even stranger when one of the moderators let's call her xx josie cat xx uh latched on to me as if we'd been friends forever this wouldn't have been so strange we'd spent years palling around online together if josie cat hadn't been so nasty to me in the months and years we'd spent on the site when one of the other pvs uh pathetic virgins that's the name of the group discovered my youtube channel josie cat had called me out as a being just jealous of stephanie which i was but so was everyone else that was why we'd established an entire website to make fun of her naturally I was a little nervous to meet Josie Cat face to face, but instead of delivering cutting insults, we would she wouldn't stop fawning all over me. She paraded me around the bar, asking people if they'd met me or watched my hilarious videos. Though now I'm more familiar with the ways people's personalities shift when they close their laptops and get into the real world, it felt completely bizarre and embarrassing at the time it suddenly became very clear how much time i'd wasted with these people instead of working on videos or taking an acting class or doing literally anything valuable i'd spend a significant portion of my life for the past two years coming up with the mean conspiracy theories about a d-list new york media celebrity who was off partying and booking gigs while i made jokes about becoming an old spinster with no one to cuddle but her cats and i really don't like cats hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on on uh sunday yes sir ready to do some podcasting you can find us on yeah. itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews karen did you say something i'm sorry i said yes sir oh okay uh <laughs> just leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is from well that escalated quickly uh by francesca ramsey um and uh that's just that's one of my favorite chapters in the book and basically talks about how um she was spending time uh hating and the name of the chapter is uh stop hating start and start studying because um she was she had joined a group first of all she had been a fan of this youtuber who was just like a you know so new york socialite person you know like instagram influencer type Mm -hmm. and then she was a fan of her but then the woman made a video that people didn't like and so everyone started hating on her and once people started hating on her um because they were you know they were pretty bad 
some of her 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 videos are pretty bad like not funny uh maybe even offensive so once people started stopped started hating on her and she started feeling harassed she shut down her comment section right which is what people do what people's i don't know why celebrities just don't go in the comments you know that kind of shit mm-hmm. so she shut it down these people were so dedicated to hating her they created their own website to hate on her which is something that you know i think people just they don't understand it's very it's very frustrating uh when you're talking to people who aren't on the internet like that or they're not on social media like that or they are the people that are hating or they just can't fathom it because it's not within their nature to do shit like that yeah i saw someone in the chat room say who has time to do that and you know what now everybody a lot of people baby you will be surprised a lot like this was this sounds like it was really before social media blew up when this happened and they created their own site but now i feel like youtube facebook groups um you know a lot of people the comment section uh the forums a lot of people's like i'm gonna hate on shit all day is kind of built into society and people do bond and make friendships and and shit over just the shared dislike those communities are real yes they are i've seen them in real life i've seen how they function i've seen how they attack people i've seen how they tear people down you know people even get into this when it comes to uh television and and i like this character this character i ship these two characters and things like that uh it even happened with game of thrones and like 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 it is actually deep a lot of people actually not in that world and don't care or because you're busy off doing your own thing like Trey said who the fuck got time for that right if you are actually taking care of your business and taking care of things in your life you know you don't have time for it but for a lot of people they feel like I've invested in X, Y, and Z so since I've invested in it I want a return on my investment and for some people a return on their investment is hating on it yeah I think um everyone could make time for shit if they hate you know if they if what you choose to make time for Correct. and i think what's interesting about this is like you said game of thrones last season is a perfect example mm-hmm. and and it started before last season but last Correct. season was the ultimate binding over shared hatred and watching people just shit on something all day it was a pastime it was right you know people were literally dedicating you know all hours of the day to going online to talk bad about that show Mm -hmm. and because i'm just kind of naturally a person that does not gravitate towards hate bonds i don't gravitate towards shared dislike bonds with people that's why we don't click and a lot of times i separate myself and the thing is when you separate yourselves from these groups like this a lot of people i i People say that children do this, but adults do this thing too. Clicks and being a part of the crowd and not being left out. Adults fall for this too. And a lot of people who actually sometimes don't even give a fuck about the subject goes, oh, that's what we're talking about. Oh, I want to be a part of the group and I don't want to be left out. You know, the fear of missing out and all that shit. And they end up clamming and being a part and being wrapped up in these worlds. Well, I think um, for me, it's more like the, um, the bonds of in engagement that people create through the shared dislike because mm-hmm. it's like one we are talking about this topic but we are all agreeing we have to feel the same way about it and if you don't then we're gonna like be upset with you or not want to talk to you and there's all that arguing and stuff like that and it doesn't just you know we're using game of thrones right now as an example but right. it's not just that it's Mm-mm. you know any there's certain people that say they hate the kardashians but they're always talking about the kardashians right Why, they there's know people that say about them there's people that say they hate certain it happens with men in sports you say you heard a, hate a certain player but 
then you're always the one that wants to bring up that player and talk shit about that player mm-hmm. in in some sport like it's like it's very much a a human thing and i think the internet has allowed people to exacerbate it because in in, in before the internet you just you would be the guy who hated james harden and maybe a couple other people would talk to you at the basketball court every right. once in a while but now we have unfettered 24 7 access to each other and it's never off and it doesn't matter where you are in your world and where i am in the world right we can we can join up and share in this dislike and so these communities that are created through you know um people enjoying something can easily turn into the same like this offshoot community of people who hate something you know and it's kind of uh interesting that fran being a person that we know has gone into you know uh was was the queen of the youtube call out you know Mm -hmm. the, the the person that um you know had uh uh decoded on on mtv Mm -hmm. that like like she you know she's known as the person that is for the stuff and i loved reading her book because it kind of goes into you know her own creation like how she ended up being a part being on both sides of this culture like the same kind of people that harassed her she was in a group of people now they weren't supposed to be harassing this stephanie woman but still she was in a pe- in a group of people that were just negatively egging on and getting off on dunking on this this woman um and created their own friendships and i love the part where they get off they get offline they go let's meet up in real life and she has that disconnected moment of like well this person i know doesn't like me but then when we're offline and in front of everybody it's cool it's it's, this is my fave you know so it's like i can like i can imagine you know that's a weird feeling that's a weird thing to think about but um uh i just thought that was uh very poignant and very relevant to today yeah it's, it's a mixed bag of emotions because the person you see online is the person you see offline but uh over the years i've learned a lot of people not like that the person you see waking up every day fucking banging and 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 the world is gonna burn and I'll, you meet those people in real life and you go oh you you don't have this same energy some now some now i've met some to do right some like yeah i'm i'm the same way all the time but a lot a high percentage don't it's it's, it's it's like a it's like a personality switch when they get online yeah and i think you know also because of the power of the internet people get to kind of recreate and reinvent themselves Mm -hmm. so if you were the kid who got bullied in high school here's your opportunity to recreate yourself as a person who essentially woke bullies everybody on social media now you you know every picture you have you got your face beat to the gods in the right perfect angle so just because it's all about you know impressing these people online every opinion you have is is filtered and triple checked and 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 always correct every news story you're, you're given the perfect take and all that stuff and it allows people to kind of have a world where you recreate it yourself right and and no self can live up to these recreations mm-hmm. these you know these places where we share our highs but not often our lows right. we share you know we share our achievements but not the reality behind those achievements mm-hmm. not you know uh that kind of stuff you know and, and the places where a momentary lapse of judgment can literally you know stick with you for the rest of your life so you know these places aren't really real they're like a hyper realism um that's that's just uh that 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 i think really causes people to uh to 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 latch on to each other and latch on to things that may not be healthy for them and i think that's something that 
you know like i said i definitely had struggled with to a certain extent but um is it was good reading her book because i was like okay so this is kind of that the consequences of this stuff and being a analytical person a thinking person and going through all this stuff and i I think especially that part about the girl who really talked shit about her all from for years Mm -hmm. months and years literally showed up and was like okay here's my chance to be attached to a person that is doing things and and so now she's great and you know what that you know who else she probably did that to stephanie in a way right like maybe not physically maybe Mm -hmm. she never met her right but but that's her whole thing is i shit on stephanie but also like when people think about stephanie i want her to think about me when people think about friend i want them to think about me the person that paraded them around the room this talented person like look at this look at this even though i've been calling this person jealous and all this weird shit i would never say to their face on social media you know or in that case on the forum so yeah and and like you said we've we've seen it uh in real life in various different ways how a lot of people's that's people's brand like they shit 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 on shit and then you know eventually you catch somebody's attention with the negativity and the thing is a lot of it was just to get into the room and to get their attention and then once you get into the room you a lot of times you got to change that because they was like, hey, you know what? You're actually a part now, and we don't actually don't want you t- publicly shitting on shit once we bring you into our platform and all this stuff. So that means there has to be a lot of times a shift or a change. And the people that you've been shitting with, all of a sudden, you've changed. You ain't the same. All of a sudden, you know, da 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 da. Yeah, because you had to change, but they don't have to. Yep. So yeah, it's just like I said, man. It's something to think about, and it's also like a book that you know is kind of relevant to a lot of stuff that's happening today mm-hmm. so you know it's like uh forums and stuff was just social media before social media you know it was so and i think that kind of culture that hate culture that negative toxic culture that let's hang around each other about reinforcing negativity constantly it can happen with any topic and it's not and i think people have to consider the effects it's having on you because you know one of the things i've noticed this year like i've stayed out of and away from the political debates online same uh for the most part well you've always done that right. i'm talking about me so <laughs> like i have participated in it i don't want to erase that like like i have participated in it and so for the first like for the last couple of years i've just been like yeah i'm not doing it you know and i see my friends quote unquote and not unquote you know and real friends kind of going through it and fighting over these like every painstaking step of this process every issue every little detail every candidate every faux pas like watching them fight over that and i'm just to me i'm like man that's so much wasted mental energy mm-hmm. you're not you're not really changing anything you're not convincing people the people that need to be convinced aren't listening to you and the ones that need to listen to you won't be convinced and you're watching the same thing happen and there's no effect you really can have on the outcome of these things unless you're voting um for in your your vote or you're organizing something offline and even then there's a limit to that you know so it's been interesting to watch it from the outside looking in this year and be like okay like because i just don't feel that level of uh of involvement as far as online like i have my thoughts i think about everything i read a lot of stuff but um and so it made me think of that too like 
this idea of having to pull back and opt out you know when stephanie decided to cut down her comments that was when these motherfuckers created a whole another group because they needed something to hate right. they needed a place to hate that is that that goes against everything people say they're about but that's mm-hmm. the truth like mm-hmm. you you couldn't hate you couldn't hate in a place where she would see it for sure right so you created a place where she would probably see it because let's be real if you're uh if someone's online and that's what they do for a living and you create a whole fucking website to shit on them they're probably going to see it yes, someone's going to tell them about it right and so yeah it was just it was just it was just a really interesting uh interesting read and also it's one of those things for a lot of people uh they think they're quote-unquote above it but this is something that can ease you anybody can slip into this like literally anybody and it doesn't have to be about youtube it could be literally about anything nerd shit comic book shit uh movies whatever it is everybody can actually get easily sucked into this mm-hmm. from various different ways it could be memes it could be a celebrity it doesn't matter what it is if you spend a huge chunk of your day going back and forth with people on facebook and twitter and instagram you have been sucked into this a lot of times you won't consider it that but you have been sucked into it you have been infected by it you have been influenced by it we all have but the thing is when you're in the middle of it in the midst of it you get a high from it you get a kick out of it this is your crew this is your group y'all all click y'all all there you know you're looking for this person that person ain't online you're gonna at them or or dm them to be sure that they're online and shit like that like it is really easy for everybody to get sucked into it and the thing is once you try to break away from the relationship they will turn on you because that's the part of the machine because the thing is nobody wants to be the person thrown in the machine but everybody wants to throw everybody into the machine but when it's your turn to be on the quote-unquote summer jam screen it might be a small one but it's a summer jam screen in your world you know you are impacted by it quote-unquote it's like things change and all of a sudden you have compassion and understanding and things like that yes because like it's human nature not to give a fuck about shit unless it directly impacts you yeah i was listening to uh black girl nerds podcast um because it's back i guess um and that's after you know jamie uh quote unquote got canceled and you know uh had the vitriol of the entirety of black twitter on her and all this stuff and um i went and listened to i can't remember the name of the episode i think it was called something like cancel culture it may have been from late last year uh forgive me for not knowing off the top of my head but um i listened to that episode particularly because i wanted to know what jamie felt about it once she had experienced it you know because i feel like a huge part of black girl nerds um culture before that the, the and i'm talking about the site right was kind of cancel culture it was kind of mm-hmm. like this isn't good enough that's not good enough um we shouldn't see this we shouldn't support this right. we shouldn't you know and it was very much like a person fucked up on twitter or something they were talking about this person forever they were correct bringing up those they tweets never do nothing right on yeah like if on the twitter the twitter kind of environment mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons i never really felt comfortable building communities with like quote-unquote blurs because a lot of blurred culture online is just very much like the sky is falling everything is bad everything is terrible and we don't really like any fucking thing and so i just didn't like i didn't like that environment i'm not knocking it Mm -mm. it's just not for me and i know i don't fit in well with it i remember once someone added me to a blurred group or something when face when twitter used to allow people to 
add people in these dm groups i know you hate it but when they used to allow people to do this they someone did that to me and it was supposed to be this blurred group where we were all supposed to go in there and be like oh this next black project is coming out but instead it just turned into no one liked anything you know and i'm just not the kind of person that can get into that i don't i don't need to know the 25 reasons buffy sucked and if i you know and if i go oh i like black panther you're gonna find a way to tell me that that was terrible like I, okay well th- i didn't ask for this i didn't want you know I don't, I don't build community like this Mm-mm. so but the thing that was interesting is listening to jamie now you know in a way it was more mature more like more wise i guess not mature but more wise because she had been on the other side of the shit you know and i actually like listening to people who have been on both sides of something because i think to a certain extent there's a lesson that you can't learn until you had it done to you right and you know um like until you've been lied on it's hard to to understand uh why we can't treat every single uh claim about somebody is true without any research any evidence like but once it happens to you you're like oh yeah i see how you would want to have some level of like let me look into this thing before i just start spouting off right Mm -hmm. um when until you've uh been silenced by somebody you can't really you don't really understand what it's like you'll you'll be asking questions like well why didn't they say something when it happened you know that kind of thing and with that cancel culture shit until you've really been targeted by people and 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 it's not about being canceled i mean she obviously still has a podcast black girl nerd is still a website Mm -hmm. but it's about the harassment element of it that they never take into account when it's happening when they're doing it to somebody Mm -hmm. it's when you're in someone's mentions when you're harassing somebody when you're you know using the pressure of social media and stuff to like demonize people and then going through like and not apologize and then when they apologize that's not enough and mm-hmm. then when they work on the next project we're bringing up the old shit when when you haven't been on that side of it like when you're when you're the one doing it you you, you think this target has no feelings no emotions nothing's real and all the dopamine and retweets and shit your shit is real their shit is fake right and boom you have it done to you and everyone's calling you fake everyone's being like your shit's not real everyone's saying you're lying it's it, it, even if you're telling the truth they're saying you're lying like that's gotta that's gotta give you a perspective and i th- feel like that's what Franz chapter gives you in that part of the book is this perspective of like i've been on this side of this thing i call things out i do this i do that but i've also been a hater and i've also experienced that and that's not good either so yeah i just appreciated that so <clears throat> butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the show. All right, all kinds of news is happening. Um, Pop Smoke, this rapper who was 20 years old, he got killed um, in, I believe, like Hollywood Hills area. Um, 
and uh the police are now investigating his death because they're saying the first they thought it was a home invasion but the details came out where there's like more than just him in the house he's the only one that got killed and then there's surveillance footage outside the house so people think maybe it was a targeted hit on this man you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so although police are still investigating the shooting death of pop smoke sources say the rapper himself had worries about gang members in the days prior to his death according to tmz pop was scheduled to perform at the king's theater in brooklyn last sunday night however right before the show he announced via instagram that the police shut his show down unfortunately nypd won't let me perform he he, uh his story post read but law enforcement sources say they didn't shut the show down pop canceled himself the rapper was out on bail in a federal car theft chase and was ordered uh, uh i mean case was ordered to stay away from gang members cops did admit that canceling the show was self-preservation on pop's behalf as previously reported his death appears to be a targeted hit based on accounts by those who saw the surveillance footage from outside the home where pop lived and died yeah they also said like the speculation that uh he was on instagram and like he showed like he he, he opened a box or some gift or something and people saw his address mm. that he was staying at on there and that's how they found him like there's a bunch of speculation there's not a not lot of confirm. confirmed right. stuff right now um but it brought me uh the reason i brought it up is because i think um one a lot of these kids are dying in this rap game right now like you know um whether it's triple x temptation whether it's um um uh i can't remember juice world who died in the airport after ODing on drugs mm-hmm. uh shit mac miller even like there's a lot of these 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 cats going out right now um either you know violently and whatnot and i think our generation being a bit older than these kids now has a a tendency to really dismiss this shit as like who and all these jokes that that black you know all the jokes that people i'm here for the jokes but yes i understand but there's a lot of like pop smoke i never heard them i guess smoke got popped shit you know just stupid shit like that and i I get it that we don't know these kids we don't know this generation so it's easy for us to like dismiss it but i I really think it's one of the things that's interesting and this is why i felt this way when triple x temptation died i wasn't really trying to like just shit on him and mm-hmm. shit on the people that were his fans and stuff because they appeared to be kids right and when we were kids we definitely had our problematic heroes even shit that we defend to today uh i was gonna say uh, a month ago 41 year old kobe bryant died and he was a lot of people's problematic hero and nobody want to hear nothing different nothing right they like wanted to tear gail uh king to smithereens because because we don't want to hear shit about nothing other than him being a perfect man perfect father who who was framed for sexual assault and completely innocent and just nothing to talk about here right and so but when when it came to these kids and their you know sacred cows or whatever we like really tore those kids down and we you saw a lot of tearing down on those kids and and the icons that they have right Mm because we don't respect them we don't know them the only thing we know about them is the shit they fucked up and the thing uh that really got to me was uh i put down my uh my parents house or whatever on friday i was hanging out with my niece and we was just talking in the other room uh and she was talking you know 
you know it's that thing where <laughs> oh i don't know if everybody does this uh but maybe it's an introvert thing maybe it's a libra thing i don't know but like you know my niece is a teenager now and so you know teenage you got the hormones you got the, all that stuff she already was kind of a uh kind of like stoic sarcastic funny girl anyway mm-hmm. so you know i come in the room and i i basically do this thing where i try to get on her wavelength as opposed to just forcing my way like most adults i just remember when i was a kid at that age anyway most adults seem to like come in and be like come on over here and i'm hugging all this you know just it's like they force their way like through power personality and they always see you as that little kid Mm -hmm. that they used to come in and be like hug my neck and all this shit and that's cool i'm not saying that uh that they don't love you or anything but i i just don't want to be that kind of uncle that kind of adult so i try to fill out what like what are you on like if you just chilling in here i'm just chilling in here if you want to talk i want to talk if you don't want to talk i don't want to talk like totally cool but we get in there and you know you know we talk about just normal you know like she's cooking i talk ask her about cooking you know go through school talk about that kind of stuff but one of the things uh she had said to me was uh when we were sitting out she was looking at her laptop or whatever she was like you heard about pop smoke and i was like yeah I, i did hear about that that's crazy he's only like 20 years old or whatever and she was like i know he can't even drink yet he's already dead and i was like i know and she was like you know it's just a lot of them dying with juice world and um and she brought up like a few more too and then she was also like uh and with kobe it's like you know a lot of people that's trying to do good or have done good in the world is just they being taken out and shit you know oh she brought up triple x temptation that's another one and she brought up how she was fans of them Mm -hmm. right and i you know and like i said i have no judgment for that Mm because i i was a fan of tupac and i was Biggie. a fan of big right like two people that you know tupac allegedly held a woman down when she was sexually assaulted right big supposedly beat physically assaulted uh lil kim and faith and shit mm-hmm. so um i don't remember knowing about that shit when i was a kid but no. still right i when they died i was not trying to hear no other stories about it i know that much come on and nobody else of my generation really was either Mm -mm. you know now that we're all older and shit now we try to act like we was always this brand new yeah but see the see the lord's tucker wasn't out here boycotting against nobody you know so um it just made me think about like the hole that this must be having on these kids man because i mean even when we was younger and you had like you know big l died or you know even when yeah easy died of hiv you know you had um uh pock big you know all this stuff and yes it's not like every rapper's dying and shit Mm -hmm. but that feeling of you know the people that you look up to the people that you're entertained by the people who are in your ears losing those people i think sometimes the adults the older people get callous Mm -hmm. because we don't have that connection to these particular people right you know but because of the disconnect we go fuck it yeah and when you're young man you just not really i'm not saying it doesn't happen or whatever but just you're not really prepared for that you know i remember kurt cobain died Mm -hmm. like that fucked a lot of people up when we was younger you know it's, it's like shit like that just ain't supposed to happen you know and so you know i i don't like that was the only thing because i just you know i i just wanted to add that to the conversation i don't really have i'm not trying to judge or be admonish mm-hmm. people but it just felt like uh, there was a lot of like that's sad but 
kind of like these fucking kids man you know as opposed to being like you know what about the kids that listen to them and stuff because look the kids in your lives listen to this shit you know right but that's the thing the adults too busy trying to be like that ain't shit or i don't like no new music that they are not even asking the children that they around or their own children hey did you listen and if you do how is this impacting you how do you feel because everybody go teenagers don't talk do you fucking ask them do you ask them right and they see the shit we say about these kids that are died and we just dismiss and mock them and shit man that ain't cool and we expected the whole world to cry for kobe bryant the like, whole world like so it, it just seemed wild to have that hypocritical lens on it or a stance on it and um you know also like you know i don't know how much other people are doing this but like i talked to her about music and tv and shit that she's watching and and what she's listening to and stuff and got some suggestions from her and all that stuff um and it's not unusual i mean i do this kind of with the kids i play ball with and stuff um and it's why i do listen to like you know i'm sure randolph terrence if he ever hears his, you know he's rolling his eyes right now but, i know but this is why i listen to that shit like you know it might like i know there's also like kind of embracing being older and because it's not like i listen to it to stay young or nothing Mm-mm. but i really i want to be able to talk to my fucking niece about this shit you know what i mean like it, it, it when uh so we're sitting there and we're talking about like roddy rich or um you know uh you know uh the baby and shit like that like i because that's what she, that's what's in her ears i want to know what's in there you know what i mean i want to know what she thinks about that you know and she's a pretty smart level-headed kid but you know you never really know and if you just ignore all this shit you really ignoring to a certain extent part of your kid's world and i yes, know that's a quote-unquote tradition you know that that uh, passed down from generation to generation but we now have the tools to make that go away to a certain extent like it's never been easier to be like well let me go check out this playlist or let me go check out this artist and 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 listen and, and for our generation especially listen to it with a non-judgmental ear because if you as old as us dog you you've sang along to um when i fucked you last night baby so you don't got no room to be like i can't believe these mm-hmm. children today like you nope don't want to hear it right so it's like we have we particularly are a special generation that has the ability to connect to these kids and who most most of these kids are actually seeing as like grown-ups that you know do productive things whether you're their parents whether you're you know mentors all that stuff they're seeing like okay so this this doesn't make me like a bad person to 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 listen to a rapper that raps about drugs and sex and violence and shit we came from that generation where our rappers did talk about that but then you want to add some perspective to the world of like hey this doesn't have this isn't real or you know the you know uh yeah these kids are out here um some of them are out here you know really doing this shit and just you know be careful around this the the gang culture and stuff that's within the rap you know because it's real you can go to a concert and shit could get real um speaking of which black youngster is a rapper he pulls a gun out on stage after the crowd gets heated oh shit i guess he said i see what y'all did to the baby and triple x temptation i'm not coming up here 
yeah people fuck that i will no what you not gonna do is get your black ass on stage during the club performance in south carolina black youngster flashed his gun on stage after the audience got a little heated in a video that serviced online youngster can be seen intimidating hostile individuals in the crowd in self-defense it's not clear what led to the incident but the rapper was allegedly berated by members of the charleston crips uh at the not new hip-hop as not new hip-hop pointed out via dj on tv on instagram uh before he pulled out his gun he attempted to calm down the crowd i don't know y'all bruh he can be heard in the video saying i don't have pro- no problems with y'all bruh that that's that motherfucking warnings people need to listen to warnings down south warning yeah yeah up north yeah down south i did that right there was a goddamn warning i don't know y'all bruh i don't have no problems with y'all bruh but we strapped we with whatever y'all with bruh we don't give no fuck bruh get let me do my show i'm gonna come outside we're gonna deal with that i'm gonna do my show we're gonna come out and deal with y'all as he was performing the crowd continues to heckle the memphis rapper and then he quickly he's quickly handed a gun that appears to have an extended clip attached chaos ensues as people leave the venue while uh while several other store items at youngster and his crew on stage oh they really had a death wish it's unclear what led to the altercation with the show happened on thursday and so far he has not commented on the incident yeah man um yeah everybody ain't like everybody on edge yeah and everybody ain't like the baby well the baby i mean the baby killed a man so uh maybe everybody maybe he's like the baby can i mean i mean i mean when i mean like that like they're like hey y'all ain't gonna be walking up on me and shit no we what we not gonna do is that bullshit yeah that well yeah the baby got a got a body to prove it that he ain't like that either Mm um uh let's see what else is happening in the news guys um uh oh some political news guys elizabeth warren has reversed on super PAC support that's how it has to be some people mad about this by the way not because she reversed but because she admonished some of the other candidates in the race and made it so that they felt the pressure to not take the super PAC money and now they out of the race because they ran out of money mm-hmm. people were pointing this out for warren uh for harris and uh forget the other one i don't think it was yang i can't remember the other one but it was like now that these other candidates of color are out of the race she wanted to turn around and take this same money and uh yeah right if you want to win sat right here on this air when we had yeah, jail coban on it was stupid the whole time you was like y'all better take that motherfucking money money you have to have money so what you supposed to be out of the race on your own honor fuck that shit like the point of running is to win and you can't unfortunately we don't have a system where you can win without money going into your fucking coffers man like the, the when the money run out you run out that's, that's how it goes right so uh yeah man she turned around and was like yeah i'm taking this money now and a lot of people is is kind of mad she campaigned against money's influence in politics said the day after her debate she would now disavow uh she would not disavow a super PAC uh supporting her so, uh senator elizabeth warren is a longtime critic of the big money organization known as super PACs and as as and of candidates who are supported by them but she reversed course on thursday and refused to disavow a super PAC called persist PAC uh created to support her presidential campaign it was a change so sudden that warren's own campaign website still said the massachusetts senator rejects all super PACs and would disavow any super PAC form to support her in the democratic primary she had criticized other candidates for them as late as last week on a debate stage in new hampshire 
warren told reporters she had called dozens of times for other candidates to agree not to accept the support of super PACs with no success so here's where i stand if i if all the candidates want to get rid of super PACs, count me in i'll lead the charge she told reporters at a campaign stop thursday but that's how it has to but that's how it has to be it can't be the case that a bunch of people keep them and only one or two don't right she connected the issue directly to gender noting that the democratic field was stocked with male candidates who are who are either billionaires or backed by big money organizations we reached a point a few weeks ago where all the men who were on the debate stage all had either super PACs or they were multi-billionaires who could rummage around in their sock drawers and find enough money to be able to fund the campaign and the only people who didn't have them were the two women she said at that point there were some women around the country who said that's just not right uh bernie sanders has a big money group our revolution that functions similarly to a pack and is able to raise unlimited sums of money on his behalf as a non-profit it does not have to disclose its donors unlike super PACs, he's also supported by the country's largest nurses union national nurses united uh whose super PAC spent five million dollars backing him in 2016 so yeah he i mean look dog you can either worry about looking right for these pure motherfuckers or you can try to win right and i guess the desperation has put her in try to win mode which i appreciate but i it may be too late but i hope not i hope not either but yeah i agree yeah i voted for her yesterday but it might be too late dog like this look i like i said i said a few weeks ago i'm glad that she's changed off of this because to me the thing i like about her she's willing to listen and change unlike a lot of the candidates who stay stuck on shit and i really don't have time for like i said the debates online and shit i don't even like talking politics with these niggas online because everyone's doing the same shit they always do which is but one time this person was like this and it's like dog there's some people where that's extremely relevant and i completely understand why you you know you would be like i don't trust this person mm-hmm. i really do mm-hmm. but there's also this thing where it's like certain shit people won't be penalized for and won't stick to certain candidates so you know when you raise that for all candidates only certain ones are going to be hurt by it and they're typically going to be women they're typically going to be people of uh, diverse ethnic backgrounds other than white men other you know and so the shit is going to stick to them in a way that doesn't stick to these other candidates so that's why you're going to see women have to drop out first you're going to see black people drop out first you're going to see um uh a lot of a lot of the those groups be the ones to take the hit because they can't erase it the way whiteness erases everything joe biden has all these things times 10 there's a reason he ain't dropping out the race Mm -mm. you know there's a reason people keep voting for him and all this shit like it's it's kind of ridiculous but that it is what it is he's a white man the shit just don't count so um yeah I, i just think it's interesting because uh i remember when she was running and they were showing it like a town hall or something and it was a viral video going around twitter and it was her like kind of apologizing for something to like black people or so, for something i was just like if i see one more video of this woman having to apologize what are you, what are your campaign points right like because because this thing where you gotta live for twitter and all this stuff twitter makes you feel like and tries to make it sound like all people want from these candidates is like these very apologetic whimpering i'm sorry for my privilege candidates and that may sound good on social media with a small percentage of people on social media but not in real life but when it comes to actual fucking votes people vote for people they get fired up about 
you know and you and you being like i'm sorry ain't fire that shit ain't gonna fire nobody up so to see her make that flip like that's until the last like a uh, few days that's the first i really now i'm like yo i'm really excited about this candidate mm-hmm. where was this the whole time right like, should have been should have been you know should have been lighting all these motherfuckers up in every debate because you i i I didn't know you had this in you and it's good to see you do and the good to see you kind of identify with some of the things i feel about it correct so um that was one thing also uh believe bernie won nevada or with 50 percent reporting he's way in the lead um and i think that's actually kind of an inspiring story uh on a couple on a couple fronts um they did vote before elizabeth warren half of them did early vote so they they saw before elizabeth warren's debate performance now maybe that would change some minds i don't know um but if people felt about it the way i did i feel like it would change some people's minds but one of the things i thought was inspiring was that he actually got the uh culinary union uh most of the votes from there now the reason that's important um there's a podcast called the daily okay um i want to say their thursday episode of last week which would have been like the 20th or the 20th it's either 20th or 21st of february was the episode and it, it they went down to um to talk about the culin to talk to the culinary union like heads and the members of it about voting in the primary and who they were going to vote for in the democratic primary and it sounded like this the story was so so amazing because what happened was the culinary union has like the best health care in america like no co-pays best insurance ever right but the way they had to get it there was uh they used to have good insurance and then this uh this uh a person bought the plantation or whatever that they worked on the plant mm-hmm. and was like yeah so um i'm not paying for y'all's insurance no more because it's more yeah the company has to pay more the, yeah the better the insurance the more the company pays so they went on strike the culinary union striked for six years yeah they went about them games they were like people the fuck is this people died people had kids like people you know all this stuff happened and they interviewed the head of this the union and this mostly women and very heavily hispanic and black you know black and brown Come on. so these women uh who represent this union they fought like you can hear the tears in their voices when they talked about that fight that six and a half years they didn't have you know that they had to strike every single day right and people talking about motherfucking fuck unions get the fuck out of here right and so um they ended up getting the health care that they want from a new person modern and they get said well they gave in the auto demands we're going to give you all the health care you go to the doctor you know for your loved ones all that stuff in your family so you would think conventionally that when bernie comes to town warren comes to town biden comes to town whatever they're going to have a hard time getting these people to get excited for any of their medical plans because essentially unless i can keep what i have why the fuck would i want to switch to the thing you're talking about which is gonna ultimately cost me money or insure me less right and for most countries they actually don't get rid of uh other like it's more than just one single pair it's like yeah we have that but then there's other options nobody actually just is like oh we just want single well bernie is medicare for all right um 
uh elizabeth warren is like i think for like give you a choice and she has an idea how she's gonna pay for it as always um people to jag no plan uh biden is like you can keep what you have and then also we can make obamacare better blah blah blah. right i'm not knocking any of these are just the choices that they're presenting i don't know what klobuchar's is but the thing was they were a union that said essentially not burn not even medicare for all because that's a step down we want to know can we keep our shit right like we don't care if other people had an option for medicare for all but we would like to keep our shit because it's so good and um you know obviously under bernie that can't be promised because he's trying to get everybody on one thing right Mm -hmm. and so they also interviewed some of the workers there and the workers were like at first some of them would talk to the journalists and be like yeah you know i'm I'm voting for you know uh, biden i'm voting for you know warren or whatever but everybody nobody could say bernie really and then one person said bernie and then they saw a woman like step to the side and talk to him from the union and then they call him back after the primary as who we voted for and stuff and he sounded a lot more cagey sounded almost like scared to tell them what happened and stuff and he said i can't talk to y'all without a union representative no more so they were like is the union intimidating people into voting for bernie or intimidating them into talking about i mean are they intimidating them into not voting for bernie because the union didn't come out and endorse anyone right and everyone thought well they're probably gonna endorse bernie he's worked with unions most of you know he's pro-union blah blah no they didn't endorse anyone right and so uh they go back and talk to the union head and she's a latino woman and she has like you know kind of a thicker accent and stuff but you know she starts talking about like when they didn't endorse bernie people were threatening them people were calling harassing their family members she had uh screenshots of text messages sent to her daughter and stuff and so um so so then um and she's like on the verge of tears now in my i don't know this woman who did this report so don't knock me i'm not trying to i i don't know so maybe i'm i'm completely in the dark here but it felt like she was pro bernie and i believe she is a woman of color and so it sounded like in her zeal to be like the story here is y'all are intimidating your own union into not supporting bernie her she kind of was disregarding the fact that this woman was like and we got harassed for not endorsing anybody like you know like this isn't right either and she right was, it's not you know and, and maybe she could have maybe it was crocodile tears because you know they love to do the like you know whenever someone's hurt and crying and shit the next move has to be they don't really have real feelings it's all fake to get us to not pay yeah, attention yeah, to that's the way to dismiss right because of course if you're you know if they're standing in the way of something they don't have feelings right and so she you know she kind of does go like i don't know if it was real feelings or not i don't know if she just wanted to shut down the interview or if she really just got so overwhelmed with this idea of these people kind of harassing them or whatever and she was because she was like you know as women of color you know we getting harassed blah blah blah. and the woman interviewing was like well what about women of color that support bernie and what is that and it's like that's one of the problems i have with the bernie people is that no one said you don't exist right no one even said your opinion wasn't valid what we're saying is you don't people aren't lining up to go find you and harass you over this people may even strongly disagree with you but that's different than let me get your private phone number and text you threats like it's different and 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 it's like like that does need to be appreciated so she's you know and so the woman basically stopped the interview 
anyway i listened to that it was a great episode and then uh i saw yesterday that the vast majority of that union or supposedly the majority of that union voted for bernie sanders and i actually think that's inspiring because essentially what you're saying is people that have better health care than even medicare for all were like i'm gonna put that to the side and not think particularly just about myself but think about other people in society whether it's friends whether it's whatever like just it, people that don't have health insurance at all people that got you know these these huge premiums and deductibles people that are being bankrupted by this system no i i sure i'm giving up what is working for me in a way that makes life much better for me right and that to me is the true essence of what you would hope for from democracy and if somebody like bernie sanders can inspire you to make that choice i I think that's admirable you know so i was actually that was a story i was following that i was kind of like intrigued to see what the outcome was going to be and it looks like he did win those votes and like dog that's a hell of a fucking accomplishment yeah because that right there will be really hard for people to make that choice whatever the fuck i'm work for you for your people are harassing me why right uh someone in the chat says it doesn't say threats work well i mean they didn't they were threatening the top of the union uh if you know how unions work there's more people in the union than the people at the top so unless they were threatening every single person in the fucking union um that's kind of a moot point the other thing too is i mean go listen to the episode you can hear it for yourself it sounded like the union was trying to silence people that did just want to vote for bernie that were part of the union and i know unions get off on union unity you know that's supposed to be the thing united front but there was this kind of like you shut the fuck up if you're gonna bring up bernie and when they called that dude back he said i'm scared of shit so what's the threat them or the people that threatened them from the bernie camp like it sounds to me like nobody should be threatening anybody correct you know whether it's people threatening your job which would have a lot more fucking uh leverage i think but you know just in general uh to me it was kind of an inspiring story about the complicated ass mess that is this fucking primary and that is um you know uh essentially people are voting people aren't like there's a reason that he's getting the majority of these votes you know and i think people had to come to fucking real like i, I guess people are gonna do that kicking and streaming thing it's just basically gonna be the opposite of 2016 it's gonna be everybody that was like i'm i'm for hillary clinton fuck bernie and then uh all the people that's like fuck burn fuck hillary i'm for bernie and then they they spent the whole rest of the fucking primary being like and i'm never coming around fuck him fuck her forever i'd rather not vote and all that shit Mm -hmm. we're just gonna see people basically flip because that's just how people are like it's not a it's not necessarily a um it wasn't a principled stance in 2016 it was i feel like my person's winning but that to me I, i meant what i said i'll say it a million times before we get there but yeah whoever wins the primary got my vote i already done voted for elizabeth warren so this ain't even uh like hey guys go out and vote for bernie endorsing this is just me being like that that story is fucking inspiring because i i don't believe people do things like that like i don't if you if you've seen humanity people typically feel like if i have the leverage and that leg up i don't give right so to right. see to see a group of people that literally are going to be hurt essentially 
it uh individually and specifically they will be hurt they themselves that one person putting that vote out there to see those people be like for the greater good i would support this candidate i think that means something and i think uh you'd be a fool to ignore that shit and that's not just all from intimidation and all that stuff even though his fans fucking suck so anyway that was an interesting story um also bloomberg lost ground i said it yesterday on the feedback show but i told you motherfucker was in that um <laughs> motherfucker got in that debate stage and got was not, was not prepared he <laughs> he was not prepared i don't know what the fuck he thought was gonna happen in there but you can't come in there talking about money make them dance and it was gonna be all good my nigga my man got pinata and i'm glad for it you know so that's uh good news as they say i was oh i can't believe they changed the rules to get them in there i'm like you motherfuckers will be thanking them for changing the rules you're gonna thank them for this shit because he's exactly who you want to be in the room imagine if you because the people that always do this are the bernie fans they're they're such paranoid fucking ridiculous you know victims while also being the bullies at the same time all that shit right but they were all like oh, they changing the rooms they're gonna get in the room why are you letting a billionaire on the stage this is what's wrong with the dnc and i was thinking like so your worst nightmare is the man who you claim has ranted and raved against the billionaires and millionaires and shit all his fucking career your worst nightmare is him being on stage with one where he can roast them infinitely like wouldn't that be what the fuck you would want and uh i guess maybe the maybe that fear was confirmed in a different way which is that elizabeth warren is the one who had to smoke in the bars yeah she was like bitch i ain't got nothing to lose yeah so maybe that's how it was a better like maybe they maybe they felt bernie had a poor showing compared to her but i was like that's what i would want you know what i mean (laughs) it's like yes put this person on stage let this motherfucker get roasted he don't even have the charisma of trump to to even do the i'm picking the child i'm mocking y'all shit he just got roasted and it was great yeah like somebody said all that money you didn't invest any in 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 a debate trainer oh, they said they did it they said his people invested money and they did debate training they said he had people do the like you know the whole thing his staffers was doing the mock position shit not ready what what did he think was going to happen he thought they weren't gonna bring this shit up money look when you got that much money i guess you just be like fuck it like maybe it'll work explain yourself no explain nigga explain i was watching nba uh league pass and he has an ad for uh for utah man it's so funny because we've seen nothing but his ads down here in the south in north carolina right and so his ad for utah made me laugh last night because it was an ad of nothing but white people because i guess they ain't got no black people in utah to, to vote like i get like unless they was gonna show like a black person making an nba three-pointer there was really nothing <laughs> there was nothing it was nothing they could really appeal to the black voters yeah just, i forgot we do when you do that you do get that local commercials there right right it was nothing but white people it was crazy uh trey says in alabama but in alabama is it all white people in the ad or do y'all have some black people in it because in the ones he ran in north carolina was all black black. it's like the 90 okay black ads yeah utah was white ad i know i didn't know this man had white ads the people doing his ads are he really should have went on stage put a screen monitor up of his ads playing on loop and then walked off the stage and just let that be him for the debate because that was a better more effective way to get his point across than what the fuck happened mm-hmm. 
twitter also suspended 70 pro bloomberg accounts citing platform manipulation supposedly he pays people to tweet for him uh tweet positive things about him Uh uh-uh yep which is wild he also uh because elizabeth warren said um he needed to release women from those ndas if uh he uh says that those women uh you know that he didn't do anything in those cases she's like why you got ndas with women that claim sexual harassment so he released some women three of them specifically from his ndas uh supposedly there are more than three but there are three that he i mean more than three that signed them Mm -hmm. but there are three that he uh released so what you mean release oh you can talk without any form of they can talk to the media and stuff yeah Yeah. some people was like that mean he paying them off or whatever i'm I'm like maybe those are the ones that he didn't really do shit i don't know no uh oh anyway we'll see um but yeah lizard warren was like i'll draw up the motherfucking documents for you and let you text it and sign it get these women out of these ndas if you ain't do nothing wrong like my god a savage is born come on uh she was so good in that debate y'all y'all really they should show debate replay on like nba tv no she's out there eat them and she was like i'm gonna kill you um all right let's see what else we got here guys oh man you guys know real id is coming up the deadline is coming soon mm-hmm. without a special real id driver's license or card airline passengers will be required to present a passport military id or global entry card to pass through security even for domestic flights starting in october i got two of the three i'm not you in the military your, you got your uh, real id done yet i don't know i don't have no i'm not getting a real id i don't have a real id i have a passport and i have a uh, uh global that's enough i shouldn't have to spend money on a real id i don't think it's required here in north carolina the nation's airports are warning of chaos for passengers if the white house doesn't postpone the looming real id deadline the law requires airline passengers to present a real id compliant with driver's license or id card at transportation security administration point checkpoints in the airports as of october 1st those licenses require more proof of identification than regular licenses are generally marked with a star on the top but while states have already issued 95 million real ids that represents just about 34 percent of the total leaving two-thirds of the country with about seven months to get them if they hope to use the license to board a plane i can't even believe a third of the country has gotten them without a real id because it varies from state to state like i said some states actually have their own rules they like they have a deadline prior to this so for some states they're actually pushing and forcing everybody like and when they time for renewal they were like you got to get a renewal and this is your renewal and people are like the fuck is this now i got to go do all this work like i said i do not think it's required here in north carolina because i haven't got anything about a real id it might be optional i don't know but like i said i have a passport and i have a global entry so i'm not getting it unless i have to okay without a real id airline passengers will be required to oh i said that the um and that's even on domestic flights airport council international north america which represents the nation's airports warned that thousands of passengers could be denied boarding or left and left stranded Uh, you get to a destination the day before and then the day after they like oh you can't go yep uh acina president and ceo kevin burke told nbc news that this is a crisis waiting to happen 
well that's kind of what trump and his administration does mm-hmm. it actually started before him but yes this is what they do if the government what real id started before yes, him? started on mm-hmm. george bush mm-hmm and uh it's not gonna get better Mm-mm. if the government doesn't make a definitive so it started under george bush and it's ending under trump damn if they ain't a motherfucking tag if they ain't the stockton to malone of just yeah because this is this is dumbass president at the fucking after goddamn 9 11 a lot of people's like let george bush just do whatever the fuck he wanted to do and this is the end result of that if the government doesn't make a definitive statement now that they're going to extend this then we're going to have a real crisis on our hands first yeah, he don't give a fuck congress passed the real id law after the terrorist attacks of september 11 20, 2001 mm-hmm. to create a single robust national standard for all states and territories across the country motor vehicle officers have been flooded with people trying to upgrade the real ids everyone's required to present four pieces of identification including a passport or birth certificate four a social security card or tax return and two documents that provide proof of residence a mortgage and or rental receipt and a utility bill what oh my god that's ridiculous Mm mm-hmm wow i didn't know you had to do all that bullshit to handle the rush state motor vehicle officers have staffed up and are allowing people to make appointments to present their documents for review but many states say they're overwhelmed and can't keep up sue fulton chief administrator of the new jersey motor vehicle commission said demand outstrips the number of available real id appointments oklahoma officials say only a handful of dmv offices will begin issuing real ids on april 30th the rest of the state will follow over the summer oregon authorities say it will take until july before they're able to issue the first new ids if we're if we work 24 7 we'd have to do seven a minute to get a number of licenses out by october but there's no way we could do seven a minute said tom fuller oregon and washington state are now urging residents to get a passport card or book saying the process will be far quicker which is still a fucking fee it's a fee it's a fucking fee attached to that it's not cheap to get your passport and i have a passport and i have the the and nikes go ahead and i can and i have the global id which is something completely that's that's something completely separate but i mean can you stop can too. you stop balling on these broke people can we get it you got a passport and a broke and, and global id how many times you gonna tell us damn we get it over here world traveler it's just frustrating Jesus, no 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 and, 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 and i think because i put like this because you have a passport and a global id i you get it you understand i, I understand karen you leave you me balling. alone you you leave me alone you balling sir. on these broke bitches we get it karen you're the best all right well you know but I, some people gotta I go am. to the driver's license to get a real I id karen i mean i mean i mean i mean since we gonna i mean since we talking about i'm not bragging i mean i can brag about that that's something i know well I we don't need about. you to brag about it we I get mean, it that, we since, talking about serious I mean, issues for other people but if you would let me finish my point sir you have to have documents for this other shit this quote-unquote alternative that's my thing you have to have like all these extra documentations which are fees that you can afford because you already get paid fees for your passport everybody can't afford it and that's 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 the point i I totally understand bernie i totally understand you got it okay you in the summer cottage cool are you listen here elizabeth warren get out of here i was trying to make this about the people and this is turning into something totally different uh, let's all bow down before Karen's amazing.
passport and everything else you get out of here you no, you're not gonna beat me like a pinata all i was saying is that the whole thing is some bullshit it's all bullshit ain't nobody gonna be safer you're gonna clog up the airport it's gonna be nothing but problems and goddamn chaos uh erica badu 50 dollar badu pussy premium incense sells out in 19 minutes yes sir that's not about right yeah you knew it was mm-hmm. uh thank you for making our debut but this sell out in a matter of 19 minutes she said in the instagram video i can't believe they named it by Dissy because if y'all don't remember bernie mac coined that phrase i believe in how to be a player or one of them movies where he said uh by Dissy, he said it smell like by Dissy in here i think that was bernie mac and he was like that stands for booty dick and pussy and it's trying to say it, like it was supposed to not be smelling good it's supposed to be a stinking smell but they really named it by Dizzy. I'm kind of surprised that that. But I guess if you take it back, you say it smell like Badu pussy. I mean, motherfuckers gonna get it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that tells you that's that legal. Yeah, we gonna see videos and TikToks and everything when people start getting their candles. Well, we are gonna know when people get it. They gonna be coming to work in motherfucking corduroy vest, no t-shirt on, football pads, and some fucking uh baseball pants i'm not even gonna be mad at them rainbow tennis shoes and shit we're gonna be like oh man your candle came okay i'll see Good, you glad player. to see it you know oh you done uh join the nation of islam okay cool 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 i know so your candle must came in the mail okay cool glad to see you got it uh let's see what else we can talk about you know um uh oh this article's wild uh she wanted to have a quote-unquote free birth Mm-hmm. which i believe is when you don't have any doctors or anything involved you just have a natural birth oh not even a whatchamacallit and a midwife i don't know if you have doulas and all that stuff but uh we'll, we'll probably find that out in the article okay uh she wanted a quote-unquote free birth with no doctors online groups convinced her it would be okay um yeah that don't sound safe well you know a lot of these online groups uh via facebook and shit like this these communities um sometimes they have like a heavy anti-science anti-doctor lean and uh when you talk about things like the um what do you call that uh vaccination anti-vaccination movement like that's where stuff like this can flourish because it's a bunch of like-minded people feeding into folks' biases, you know, giving, you know, bias formations and shit like that. And being like, yeah, this is terrible. Don't do this. Don't trust them, blah, blah. And, you know, enough people echoing something over and over, that that's enough for people to be like, okay, yeah, this is the truth now. Right. Because, uh, like I said, I know you probably going to in the article, but I am. even people with, like, they have, like, midwives uh the midwives actually there for a reason and if it's something they can't handle a lot of them be like oh yeah let's 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 go to the hospital like you need yeah. somebody there with some form of expertise in this and because at the end of the day of, of doula a midwife whatever they still care about that life of that child be right. coming into this world like, correct it's not i'm doing this to spite everybody is mm-hmm. i'm doing this as assisting right into, to get it this whatever it takes to get this life into the world healthy and safe right that's my job right not you know to stick it to some type of agenda Mm-mm. 
by february 2019 uh judith had been become unbearably anxious the 28 year old pacific coast natives due date had come and gone just two days shot of 45 weeks pregnant Ooh. her belly was stretched so far that it shined her body was swollen and nearly everything from her toes or hair ached for women who have gone into labor by 42 weeks just about every medical and birth professional recommends induction right uh who haven't gone into labor i'm sorry right. a jump start to labor from medicines that ripen the cervix or contract the uterus but judith an artist and free thinker who believes in all that hippie jazz had a different kind of birth plan one that dismissed medical recommendations and relied on nature and intuition that rejected a sterile hospital for a warm pool in her own home and that avoided doctors and midwives instead <gasps> oh she avoided both instead judith wanted to be with her only only her husband and her closest friend a plan known as free birth or unassisted birth by the tiny subculture of women who practice it judith couldn't tell many people about that plan her husband was supportive but most of her other family and friends would understandably worry instead judith who asked that her full name not be published spent the last several months of her pregnancy immersed in online spaces where women celebrated her decision and offered support and tips private facebook groups instagram accounts podcasts and online courses had taught judith everything she thought she needed to know about how her baby would come into the world Ooh, it's so much that could go wrong from what i hear and i've never had a child for a lot of women they said having a child is the closest you can get to death without dying like it actually takes a lot and it takes it takes a lot out of your body um and it's one of those things where somebody needs to be there that has experience particularly i don't know if this is a first child or whatnot but somebody you need some form of an expert there and the thing is all types of shit can go wrong the umbilical cord can wrap around the child's neck like it's like you talking about your husband who is not a doctor not a professional and a friend is not a doctor not a professional like and then once children are run, born test i ran all types of shit that's just done once the child is born and you're asking two people that don't know shit about birth <laughs> to to actually help you that doesn't sound safe at all this this is like a disaster waiting to happen there were doubts sprouted from seeds planted by real life friends who knew about her plan and doctors whom judith had signed up to see for state insurance benefits but judith had fortified herself against the creeping unease with stories she read online from free birthing mothers and real-time support she received on facebook with a little help from algorithms and nudged increasingly questionable information and sources her way uh that nudged this stuff yeah because facebook you know if you're into some shit facebook gonna start sending you things that confirm that thing we we know this Mm -hmm. that's why if you talk about politics all of a sudden you go look on the front page facebook everybody's talking about politics no facebook is using an algorithm to select from your friends and say these are the one article they're sharing that are about the topics that you will click on right and i can imagine anything obscure facebook can do that too Mm mm-hmm um so yeah with a little help from the algorithms judith had become part of the internet's most extreme pregnancy communities um uh judith uh any lingering fears were wiped away the moment judith's birth started a month late but on its own judith was elated she would get to have her baby at home after all she told her facebook groups the good news that she had lost her mucus plug and that contractions had started she also asked a question do babies get more still trying to drop down i'm trying i'm getting a couple kicks but nowhere near usual movement wow she was still on facebook while this was happening wow 
while the group members failed her post with reassuring comments telling her to trust herself her body and her intuition judah put down her phone to do the work of birth she walked and danced for hours through contractions and floated into a pool that her husband filled with water she listened to music and as a friend who was a doula massaged her back she took minute long naps between contractions i'm doing this she thought her body was working just as it should as the stories she'd obsessively read promised that it that it would until it wasn't as the pain increased and the breaks between contractions shortened judith tried to keep the vision of her intended birth in mind but 10 hours into labor things began to spin out of control she was vomiting and scared the contractions were coming so hard and fast that she couldn't ride herself before the next wave would hit she tried to monitor the baby's heart rate but she couldn't stay still or quiet long enough to register a read on the fetal stethoscope she'd bought then her waters broke and with them came a burst of dark brown mecha meconium uh which she recognized as stool that could be dangerous to a baby if it held judith knew she needed help on all fours judith rode in the back seat while her husband drove to a nearby hospital with a team of nurses and doctors attached to a monitor to her belly made quick preparations to deliver a baby but as judith rode the wave of another contraction the room quieted the doctor stepped forward there was no heartbeat oh <gasps> there's something different about the wall of a mother who lost her the whale of a mother who lost her baby judah said your whole responsibility is to protect your child and i didn't before he even had a chance to breathe uh uh judah has wavy chocolate colored hair matching almond eyes and a mouth that naturally sits and an upturned playful smile as she sits in her living room so for nine months after her loss her freshly bitten fingernails offer a clue to the anxiety that often overwhelms her judas asked the nbc uh that nbc news not use her full name fearing a backlash from the trolls paid per click bloggers and well-meaning health advocates who con- congregate in online spaces to debate birth choices right judas is terrified they'll say the things she already tells herself in the darkest moments i can't take any more guilt she said yeah because in addition to all the people that uh are gonna be like this was stupid you mother how can you fucking do this you know all that the pro-lifer people that love to admonish women you know like you fucking killed a baby and shit but you're also gonna have those people within that community who your story now contradicts all the propaganda they gave you over those months you spent with them mm-hmm. and they can't have the, what what did we talk about to start the show they can't have the narrative that fits outside of what the fuck they've been telling you right so they you stand as a beacon as an example of like and sometimes we don't know what the fuck we talking about Mm-mm. and so you can't have that so i can see how she would feel like every group is turning on her it's impossible to know whether judah's baby would have been alive if she had been induced at 42 weeks or scheduled a cesarean section or made any choices other than the ones she did the hospital didn't perform an autopsy the doctors couldn't explain why her baby's heart stopped beating even so judith has spent every day since replaying different scenarios imagining a better outcome and asking herself just how she got here as well as she can figure it started with the podcast judith worked at a flower shop the daily do- drive was an hour outside of town time she fi- filled by listening to podcasts if she got pregnant she devoured episodes of the birth hour and indie birth popular programs on um, which women share their childbirth stories which range from hospital to home births but it was the free birth podcast that really spoke to judith it's a podcast for everything y'all mm-hmm. Bi- literally build is a supportive space for people who are learning exploring and celebrating their autonomous choices in childbirth the podcast features emily saldaya 35 and a los angeles free birth advocate and founder of the free birth society the group has forty six thousand followers on instagram and this podcast hit a million downloads last year wow Woo. 
on the podcast Aldaya interviews mothers about their free birth stories the these women reminded judith of herself they were college age spiritual creative types who spoke about their births in powerful radical terms as euphoric events that happened in bathtubs and the nature of their in their or in their own bed surrounded by their partners and family women in these podcasts weren't listening to doctors but to their bodies they weren't lying on their backs waiting for someone to pull a baby from them but bringing their babies into the world with their own two hands judith tore through some 70 episodes she re-listened to her favorites one of which featured a woman who had given birth by candlelight in an off-the-grid yurt in the california mountains with only her husband and a dog she called her midwolf while she listened judith would daydream imagining herself as a future guest on a podcast man people do a lot to be guests on podcasts. you gotta be careful out here guys mm-hmm. i became obsessed judith said i would just wonder what's my story going to be like and think i want my story to be as badass as their stories i'm glad it's good she didn't start listening to cereal she's gonna kill somebody right wow this story wow go ahead uh the podcast opened with advertisements for the free birth society's paid services online courses and private consultations well need to be prepared she paid 299 dollars for the group's 10 module video guide on how to free birth babies at home the course paints expected mothers as warriors and experts and doctors and midwives as the enemy i don't think you heard me as the enemy the course pays expected mothers as warriors and experts doctors and midwives as the enemy the enemy the the people that are actually here to actually save your life in case of any complications because you know like they they run tests you're constantly plucked up to shit and even if you have a midwife they've been doing it long enough where they could have sent something was wrong and took you to the doc like science science matters people science matters birth is not a medical event but a spontaneous function of biology free birth society instructor yolande uh what? norris clark says in a welcome video what do they mean it's not a medical event uh i don't know and and, I and guess they're saying you don't need to go to a hospital or whatever birth would happen whether you went there or not and people have been doing this before hospitals existed yeah um, and and the birth rate for mothers and children were like really really high a lot more women well women died period with uh, medical technology and, and and not but you know back then yeah it, you know one thing happened and that was it uh free birth uh, it, it isn't luck norris clark and an uh, artist and mother of eight in uh canadian province of new brunswick breathily offers but education mindset and love of your baby that hold the keys success uh successful free birthing neither saudaya nor norris clark appear to have medical experience or expertise that is of course the point they did not respond to requests for comment i know they did not but the sweeping refusal to accept any outside care during birth comes with risk and dr lawrence lehman a co-medical director of the baby the mother baby unit at the university of new mexico hospital is delicate lehman said you're you're balancing maternal autonomy about birth on the other hand we also know that there are serious things that can happen in pregnancy and labor that can be identified and bad outcomes prevented by having a skilled person who can recognize if things go wrong and provide care judith had already connected doctors to vulnerable times when she had put uh, she had been put under anesthesia as a child when she sat through cold gynecological exams as a teen and when a doctor shrugged off her inner ear pain in college just calculating all those experiences i've had with doctors judith said i never felt heard i never felt listened to judith said the podcast fanned her unease with doctors and medicine into a hot distrust what i find interesting is that to me a lot of the uh community stuff that that you're hearing 
i mean this is the same shit that works on the all right mm-hmm. is it like we tend to think of it with things we don't like right, right. And so in this case this woman lost a child so we it's easy to be like this is terrible this mentality this type of group think this type of peer pressure and feeding into your doubts feeding into your anxieties this is a constant thing even about the shit that you think is good right that there, there, there are you know groups just like people talk about you know groups that white people get together and you have groups that uh you know they talk about uh stuff similar to the kkk there are black groups that's like um the complete opposite very militant black people because there are groups that echo the the the, the same sentiment and well and i mean one isn't healthy hoteps right hoteps are a group of people insulated amongst themselves who keep reinforcing the same fucking bullshit over and over until it's their truth now and that's why you know kobe bryant can die and then you know someone's on fucking youtube being like it's a conspiracy by medical marijuana and the nba to kill this man he was assassinated you know and it's like in my mind i look at that and go how the fuck could anyone listen to this and arrive at this conclusion and to the people that are in that community it's like how can you not right they think we're crazy you know so uh judas said da, 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 um oh they fed her knees with doctors and medicine into a hot distrust a common refrain in the free birth community in which hospital births are largely spoken about as traumatic experiences harried medical teams rushing poking strapping women down to beds and pumping them full of drugs that confuse the mind strangle the hormones responsible for love and push them into procedures that they didn't feel they needed terms like industrial obstetric tranny and rape culture are often used while the ideas espoused by free births may be radical the ideology is rooted in legitimate concerns a woman in america is 50 percent more likely to die from pregnancy of child or childbirth than her mother was while many of these deaths are preventable and have more to do with access than improper medical care mm-hmm. the statistic itself can lead women to doubt medical institutions meanwhile one-third of u.s women give birth by c-section a rate you experts have called alarming for a procedure that can save lives but also comes with the increased health risk to mothers and babies mm-hmm. and one in six women reported mistreatment verbal abuse threats ignored pleas for help violations of physical privacy and physical abuse by health care providers during pregnancy and childbirth according to a survey published last year in the journal of reproductive health women who gave birth in hospitals were more than five times more likely to report mistreatment than those who gave birth at home a different survey conducted by the washington advocacy group national partnership for women and families found that in 2002 45 percent of mothers surveyed agreed that giving birth is a natural process that should not be interfered with unless absolutely medically necessary by 2018 74 percent of new mothers said they agreed so you went from 45 percent of women in 2002 to 74 percent in 2018 what happened during that period of time i don't know internet yeah you know oh group. damn like you have to think yeah. because the internet was different in 2002 you're right you're absolutely right i didn't even like, think about like that. you have to think these groups have always been out there but now like everything else you have a collection we have groups we have chats we have message boards we have websites like over the years the, the, the these people with these far out their thoughts actually have they have a voice now and so if you are already skeptical or you already like she said already had these bad experiences it's easy to be drawn in there and then it can you can easily be kind of uh become a part of this collective and not really realizing to an extent if you don't filter things out on your own and actually have your own thought process it is easily 
anybody can get wrapped up in shit like this and i tell people nobody is above this because a lot of times people go cult like cult like it's a lot of shit that is quote-unquote cult like that we don't consider cults mm-hmm. but they have a cult like mentality yeah this happened to you i remember with farmville yes i'm just joking guys mothers who home birth think it's safer than a hospital said dr eugene de clerk a a professor of community health services sciences at boston university of public health while the question of safety and risk from planned home births versus hospital births is the subject of intense professional online debate the evidence support both sides to support both sides is limited according to the american college of obstetricians and gynecologists home births attended by midwives are rare accounting for less than one percent of all births and free birth is too rare a phenomenon to study women want the freedom to make choices without being pressured into interventions that may not want they may not want or practices they don't feel are appropriate obviously home birth folks have more control the providers are coming into their home the ultimate expression of what would be no one's coming into my home uh, of that would be okay um judith approached as she approached her 40th week due date her 40 week due date she turned the free birth society courses episode on long pregnancies for strength in the video norris clark warns against induction calling any procedure to bring on labor and eviction from the womb norris clark says she went far past the standard 40-week gestation for all of her births one of them almost 43 weeks and while she addresses the concern of stillbirth calling it the elephant in the room norris clark quickly moves on and says the idea that babies must be born before 42 weeks is nonsense babies come out babies always come out she says except sometimes they don't um the other thing i throw here i was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about like uh some criminal like uh prison reform all this type of stuff and then you know and i and like i agree like you gotta uh prison criminal abolition prison abolition is what they're talking about and i agree with so much of the points they were saying but then you get to the end and they're like okay so what are we what are the answers to the you know the things that we're gonna make in this new world without prisons so that we have accountability and all that stuff and then it turns into word salad because essentially we have to ignore a certain percentage of what is already happening yes sir so that we can condition you to to think about just the things we want you to think about and that's how this shit feels where it's like okay but what about stillbirth what about children that are it's been 44 weeks and and the child's not coming out well well, i mean first of all it's garbage to even think that it should be had to be before 42 weeks anyway moving on it's like no nigga this is a big fucking part of this this discussion this this is you can't yada yada this right like this this actually is where the fucking meat and potatoes of everything we're talking about comes down to because in the rare instance i'm in the rare instance and the thing is when you're a absolute uh absolutist like this you're afraid to say well in that case you may need to go to the hospital right because because it's like if i admit that there's a fucking reason this place exists and that these people have jobs got degrees and they studied then i've lost my motherfucking leverage in my whole like i'm not as pure as i need to be i need to be able to say never ever ever under any circumstance should you ever walk into this fucking hospital for any reason it's gonna work out your body will take care of it blah 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 they if i and if i have to step off of that even a little bit and be like okay well in some cases in the extreme case you you know go check with a doctor you know what i'm saying because you don't want and that's the thing because they never fully complicitly come out and say, explicitly come out and say you know whatever they feel like oh i can't be held responsible 
but no you don't want to talk about this kind of case right and it's also uh one of the things when you read the studies how the women go okay i don't mind having to child at home i don't mind a midwife but you know if she get real yes go to the doctor like like their thing is hey if she get real i don't mind medical assistance right you know it's it's, it's like i i can agree with people that hey policing needs to be fucking abolished right. it's terrible blah, blah blah but then i'm also like and if a motherfucker come to kill me i'm am i so just let them kill me is that the way it's gonna go i got or should i kill them you know if they don't want to talk it out like what the fuck is the who in those instances because that's gonna happen in any fucking society and there has to be a thing to happen at that point it's either i'm dying or they dying or some or the, so what what is that intervention we don't want a place where people can be surveilled we don't want a place where people can be held we don't want a place where people can be fucking like what like, like the intervention has to be community intervention motherfuckers are shooting up schools like what what are these answers because we clearly i agree that the answers we have now are fucking trash right i'm willing to hop on board with the thing just let me know what the thing is or, or a thing or some alternative other than just oh well then you know motherfucking just gonna get to kill you and do whatever they want to do they'll be out skipping down the street you know we'll we'll see if they say they're sorry and then we'll move on like nah nigga you know so that's the thing with uh with this too is like okay so what about these scenarios we're just gonna pretend they don't exist oh okay <laughs> uh anyway um uh then november 2018 the free birth society closed its 6,000 member facebook group in reaction to a blogger who wrote several posts about a member who had lost her baby after six grueling days of labor in her desert home the story went viral when it was picked up as a feature on the daily beast in her pat in her last post to the group sadia doubled down on her mission this is not the time to run high or be silenced it's time to become more steadfast more powerful more protected in this radical work of healing the deepest wounds on this earth right because you don't want to talk about that woman dying yeah you're not you just double down you're not gonna be like okay maybe we don't have maybe we haven't accounted for every fucking scenario and that's the thing they don't want no responsibility but they do want to be like this is all fucked up okay cool so and six days is a long fucking ass time. right six days my nigga the clo- the closing of the free birth society facebook group had no effect on judah's confidence she didn't recall seeing the news reports because if you're only in that group you know yeah, they shut it down and they literally probably went somewhere else and kept going probably off facebook they closed the whole fucking group and she still was like gotta go through with this but as the days crept by her confidence cracked too quiet to quiet her small but growing concern she had her amniotic fluid checked at a local hospital everything looked well enough but a doctor urged her to schedule an induction she made an appointment but canceled it the next day judith also oh. checked in with a local midwifery collect- collective but ignored the gentle constant advice that she induced oh man that is oh horrific. so they was like hey something not you know what something not right something not right so yeah it was something in her that was like hey because this is the same person like hey i should get something done and she's right. like nah fuck it um yeah so um judith found a second opinion on facebook although the free birth society's facebook page was clo- had closed several other private free birth facebook groups remained that provided safe spaces for judith to talk about her plans judith waited in the groups like unassisted pregnancy and childbirth and home birth assisted and unassisted uncensored as they popped into up in her recommended sidebar yeah the algorithm mm-hmm. gonna take care of you. you you was already on this shit cool we gonna keep you on this shit um 
searching the hashtag hashtag 43 weeks uh pregnant led her to a facebook group called 10 month mamas made up of a few hundred women who knew what she was going through 43 plus one day one today politely declining hospital induction they think i'm crazy judith posted in 10 month mamas in january 2019 along with a list of the midwife's concerns including the baby's larger size her decreasing amniotic fluid and the integrity of her placenta the organ that carries oxygen and nutrients from mother to baby i really feel like this baby wants a home birth too but we are definitely being tested what would you mamas do the comments rolled in more than 50 per post trust your body your body isn't re- your baby isn't ready to come out i would do exactly what you're doing keep going mama listen to your baby and your instincts you got this and all they're gonna have now is i'm sorry for your loss um yeah and you know what's wild is um you're not gonna have anybody in that group come out and be like guys i hate to disagree but i don't think this is okay i think yeah, she should like, do what the doctor said they would have bullied that person now but somebody was like hey you might want to get that checked out they'd be like get out of here bitch right right you know this is that thing man it's this this the danger of all that shit and this this is this is one extreme case in a a, a small type of community but nigga how many communities are like that out here a lot. it's a lot how many of us surround ourselves with people that just down double down on everything we mm-hmm. fucking say yeah. or from vaccinations to yeah. all that shit right you know uh she w- with the ding of each new comment came a wave of fresh relief last two weeks of her pregnancy judith was posting in multiple groups and reading the comments obsessively she now recalls she replied multiple to, groups people do that yes she replied to each new one and took screenshots of them from moms with stories of past going past 43 weeks okay i'm feeling shitty i can just read this she shot she thought uh no one in judah's groups encouraged her to heed the midwife's advice and for good advice good reason that kind of reaction was either generally discouraged or expressly against the rules oh oh no assistance talk was the first rule of unassisted pregnancy and childbirth with express which expressly forbade us 4600 members from suggesting that another member go to it a doctor or midwife this means we don't want to hear about the test your midwife wants you to take or how you your ob thinks baby is breech or too big or whatever other shit they say just don't this is not the place the rules continue no induction discussion we do not advocate for induction of any kind as no induction is natural what what breech birth is the real thing what bitch what women can get advice or or whether to see a doctor anywhere but they go to that space specifically to not get bombarded with negative comments judah said you don't want to fill your head with anything that you don't want social media has come under fire in recent years for amplifying extreme views and exploring out employing algorithms that connect users to these potentially dangerous echo chambers although much of this criticism is focused on political extremism experts and lawmakers have also pointed out extremism fueled by health misinformation as a threat to individuals and public health are at large yeah this is hey, don't get the flu shot don't get uh don't get vaccination for your kids all these places have a place have a all these people find a place online yes and this is how diseases break out this is how people end up being sick and then they be then a lot of them wonder why people are like i'm not accepted in society no bitch i don't want to die over your stupidity things can get a little dicey said kalina Kotai, a researcher at the university of texas at austin 
who studies the social media behavior of alternative health communities not to demonize all of the groups but when women start diagnosing and crowdsourcing health related issues they can end up getting bad medical advice that can be pretty dangerous we're in this weird time like a new digital wild wild west she said yeah um and that's another thing too man it's like how the joke used to be you go to webmd and it tells you everything gonna kill you right you know it's like no one's sourcing the the internet information necessarily and just as dangerous information can be out good information can be out there dangerous information can be out there as well Mm -hmm. uh judah's dependence on the internet and social media through pregnancy isn't uncommon pregnant women and mothers of young babies were among the earliest and most active internet adopters first time moms are experiencing a sense of loneliness and isolation mommy blogs went crazy when the internet first that's why you have women to today like millionaires off of their mommy blogs and coping with a lack of experiential knowledge that they had a generation ago said deborah lupton a digital sociologist and professor at the university of new south wales in australia for judith newly married and living far from family and most of her friends the online birth community stepped in to fill the gap as she veered toward the wildest most radical content seeking out those who would validate her choices she blocked mainstream birth accounts on instagram and facebook and read only testimonials that promoted unassisted birth every day she felt more radical and resolved to free birth alone i brainwashed myself with the internet right right because it is a form of brainwashing you know i think that uh if she would have been around my speculation just my guess you would have been more, more around more family if they'd have been like if you don't get your ass in the goddamn hospital that that you know mm-hmm. so she'd have had somebody there would have been like no well you notice the doubts she said she experienced were all from real life friends people that actually give a fuck about you right are the ones being like hey judith you're getting a little extreme with this and it's like well let me run to the internet they'll reassure me that i'm right and i like i'm bringing this article up because i feel like it applies to much more than just this yes it does it applies to our politics it applies to the way we talk to each other and interact it applies yes. to this harassment it applies mm-hmm. to you know yeah. all this stuff yeah it, it, it applies to anything it can apply to religion it could apply to activism right it it, it 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 can apply to anything you can think of it is some group out there that's just like you're right and everybody else is wrong anyone, anyone who would cause you to doubt or think beyond what we are telling you is the enemy correct that's cold shit but that's also very common like yes it is someone is questioning this fuck you you know get the fuck out of here you hate us you're the end it's the bernie sanders people all this shit is is it's all related in the end judith accepted medical assistance she had worked so hard to avoid pitocin 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 and labor uh medicine for nausea the epidural for the pain judith cried until she couldn't anymore her husband cried beside her for the next 10 hours or so she waited for her labor to progress judith lay in her hospital bed getting sick watching tv and pushing the button that released doses of pain medication at one point her mind turned to facebook groups the women would be wondering about her she thought she could use their support right now have some very bad news we lost our baby in labor judith told her birth story how her baby's still inside her died and how she blamed herself not even telling my family until we deliver say goodbye and get out of here she then woozy from drugs and numb by shock she fell asleep when a nurse woke judith and told her it was time to push she pushed the doctor reached into judith's body to help guide the baby out and he was born he weighed 10 pounds with a shock of blonde hair judith held her baby for on her chest for a long time he was so heavy in her arms she thought not like what a newborn baby was supposed to feel like judith kissed him and hugged him and cried in the photos she took with her phone judith's baby looks chubby healthy perfect she thought i'm so sorry i'm so so sorry she told him over and over and after several hours judith and her husband said goodbye 
as judith moore women from all over the world offer condolences in her facebook groups but not everyone was there to give support for at least one member judith had was to be an example within hours of judith's stillbirth a blogger in the anti-home birth constellation published an article about it without reaching out to her it was clear from the post which included screenshots but blacked out judith's name that one of her facebook groups had been infiltrated by an opponent of the free birth movement someone who had seen judith's tragedy unfold and leaked the photos to of her chats with that betrayal judith left all of her pregnancy facebook groups knowing that it was being spied on the administrator i'll tell people them facebook groups are not private there's they're not, not there's, there's no, no amount of privacy of, you nope. can have no privacy y'all no privacy none, like, none, any, none, none, anything zero. You, anything you put in there you have to assume can be seen and will be seen by other people yes sir you know like people go in the facebook groups to talk shit about people mm-hmm. you go in there and it's like very like sexually explicit and stuff correct like dog it's all at your own risk it's, you know it's one of the reasons when we used to run the facebook group and people were like you know i'm just glad y'all created a safe space and i'll be like it's no. i don't think this is safe i don't think nope. facebook is safe correct so it's impossible to create a space it don't matter how many rules you have Mm-mm. any of this shit some yes. motherfucker could just be like today's the day i'm gonna be an asshole yeah i was cool out. yeah y'all don't get alone no more i've seen it half with my own eyes we best friends now we not it's a fuck you fuck yeah. you too and then everything just spills out the internet's just not safe right um but yeah so uh i'm not surprised they leaked the photos and i'm sure people it's funny because that i'm sure that person would be like this is about warning women to protect themselves and shit it's like yeah you also took the worst one moment of this woman's life and callously threw it on something to make a point for the internet so that you could fucking and violate her privacy didn't reach out to her or nothing so that you could get what some points some 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 clicks on your article like that's that's fucked up too correct where's the empathy in what you're doing um but yeah so um she left all the groups uh knowing it was getting spied on she explained in the final post that that once been what it once been an intimate and wonderful group was no longer a safe place for patients to share for parents to share but other free birth and long gestation uh groups judith belonged to remain one private group with 2,000 members still uses judith's pregnant belly and underwater photo taken at 42 weeks as its banner image (gasps) what when she returned home from the hospital judith stayed offline and inside afraid to run into anyone who might ask about her baby after a few months judith and her husband decided they couldn't go on grieving in a small town and move 1200 miles to a state where she had never been and where no one knew about the baby they found a house to rent the ranch where they help feed and take care of horses it's a nice place to hide she said judith takes walks feeds the horses and writes poems and letters that she doesn't share with anyone art helps too she makes dream catchers from wood and string as well as jewelry out of polished stone she started to sell her creations at local art fair it's, it's amazing how like the retreat inward is really the way to get back to yourself in a lot of these cases because mm-hmm. letting all those voices into your head and into your it life be a lot it seemed like this is a common pattern too and it's overwhelming and a lot of times people wonder why they have anxiety people wonder why they 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 feel uh overwhelmed people wonder why you know they feel unstable and stuff a lot of it has to do with you have too many people that have access to you and your thoughts and your thought process sometimes you have to shut that shit down 
on facebook still birth and grieving mother support groups have replaced their free birth communities and although judith never got to share one of the dreamy birth tales offered up by free birth businesses and blogs she's hoping that it's not too late for another pregnant woman to gain something from hearing her story now sad stories aren't out there nearly as much she said maybe my extreme story could help somebody yeah and the thing is there are a lot of other sad stories i can i can't even imagine them i brought it up in the chat i can't even imagine how many other women lost their babies just never came back they just disappeared just didn't even say nothing right brandy's are brandy zadronzi is the person who wrote this article it's for nbc news um but yeah man, i like i read this and it just made me think about so much stuff about just how today with all of this pressure online to like conform and all this like you can go out and have people that basically re um they just recycle your opinion back back to you over and over and over and over again and you start to feel like that's the world and you start to feel like what i'm doing is good and healthy and normal and i don't need no no matter how extreme it gets no matter what i'm in the right all the people i know say i'm in the right that's the end of it and it made me think about uh the in the poll the closing polls you know they do those uh exit polls mm-hmm. for so at the nevada's primary they did exit polls and they asked what percentage of the people you know that voted like how what percentage of you are on social media on twitter 11 percent. but when you're on twitter if that's why twitter can feel like its own world with its own rules where everyone is one way and where people who express opinions that are more quote-unquote mainstream uh are normally the ones that are considered the the outcast and the bad guys and let's all pile on them they've just created their own illusion of reality yes they have that that they would like that's their utopia that's what they would like to be but that ain't the world Mm -mm. and you know this is an extreme case of somebody kind of the world running into a person and crushing their dreams you know yeah and and my my heart goes out a lot because it's almost like a perfect storm of things that happened and being a mother and it's i don't know if this was a first child my assumption is this was the first Sounds like, child yeah, yeah. Uh, just the pressure of being a perfect mom and having a perfect pregnancy and just doing everything right and, and just being just everything to everybody you're dealing with that pressure alone by itself then to deal with the pressure of you know do i um give um breastfeed do i you know you just have anxiety you're Mm -hmm. you're dealing with all these things you know and everybody's pregnancy is different and that's very hard for women to understand yes people can talk about their own personal experiences but everybody's pregnancy is completely different you have a very unique body so your situation and circumstances might not be the same that's why these groups are very dangerous because they're actually talking about one specific woman her experience and your experience could be completely different there are some women they didn't have any labor pains there are some women they had to use epidural there are some women they went through c-sections you know there are some women they have uh early birth some women have births later but they're being monitored like 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 it's not the same and you know my heart goes out because i can't even imagine you just wanting to be everything to everybody and having these outside forces of these people that actually aren't directly um you don't really have relationships with but you think you have a relationship and bonds with based off of the internet 
yeah and i also want to emphasize before people write in because i know how fucking people are with their agendas they hear shit it don't fit into the perfect scenario that they wanted to fit into and so they think we're being like anti-everything they're about no we know that black women suffer higher rates of mortality when it comes to giving birth uh american women in general even before you get to just race yes suffer higher rates of mortality in uh birth giving those stats that started the article are real though yes they are so this not like the distrust doesn't come from nowhere i always say this about the hotel people um i kind of feel bad for them it doesn't mean that i you know would fuck with them on any level but i kind of feel bad for them because essentially the american uh oppression of black people has given us a space in our brains to take root in these conspiracy theories because we've had conspiracies done to us right and it's been and it's come out years later and it's like oh that was true so the cia the cia did put um crack into our community they put cocaine into our communities to fund uh arms trades and shit like that um the tuskegee the tuskegee experiments uh, is real you know letting people live secretly without telling them but letting them live with syphilis that could have been cured for decades until some of these people died um so these things take hold in our in our psyche and then we end up being these people that are like and that's why kobe was killed by you know the Mm -hmm. that's why he was killed by the big nike or whatever the fuck right and that's the thing with with this these women found this place online because reality is scary enough so then they went and 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 the thing for the internet is the the phrase within reason doesn't really exist on the internet it exists in real life right in real life dealing with actual human beings and scenarios very few times it's something that's black and white is and in that moment everything became this person became this type of they were great all a hero or all a villain right no most of the time we're like nah this it reminds me of the um the black man who uh tried he stopped the the the, the, the shooter in waffle house james something and everybody was like he's a hero he got shot through the hands and, da, da, da. and they asked him in the interview he's like i was trying not to get shot like it was like it like i didn't do it like I, I didn't like run in and dive on this dude because i was like this motherfucker was killing people was trying to stop him from killing more people you know and i think that's the part that um where it's like he wasn't trying to be batman and he also wasn't you know necessarily uh being like fuck them other people like but it was just somewhere in the middle and that's where things are quote unquote within reason and i feel like the internet is very much like fuck within reason right we're black and white and so that's how you can have 44 weeks and people are just being like because let me tell you something as, as quote unquote realist relationships fell online it don't take shit to just hey guys i'm i went to i'm really struggling it's been 44 weeks i don't know what's happening with this baby uh, i'm starting to feel like maybe i should go see a doctor no girl don't they don't take click enter send it takes nothing if it right. don't work out oh i'm so sorry to hear that. Right. that that's my whole point all you're gonna get is i'm fucking sorry for your loss like that's all you're gonna get sad emoji you know what i mean right because they have no investment in you or your child you know so i'm definitely not trying to be like um don't listen to nobody don't get no advice or what i'm just saying 
within reason right like there's within like reason. like i don't like even in some of this because we talk about it with vaccinations and shit where it's like dog you don't have to be so anti the government or anti the doctors or anti this that you basically end up fucking yourself up and everybody else within reason there's a reason that the people in your life that care about you might hip you to something differently than somebody that don't got to go to your funeral you know what i mean like so i think and then that and then the worst part about all of this is then she has this isolating effect afterwards because you have to let that community go because one you don't fit in their story no more you can get the fuck on oh no and then two they don't fit in yours and now you you don't have those bridges and those 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 people outside of you that that are your network in real life because you spent so much time investing in this place that's not really real you know it's a digital place so that's just that's just that's just wild to me man um but uh yeah man uh i just thought that was an interesting read and it just made me think about all those different articles i mean issues Uh, right and that's the thing you're talking about this but a lot of this can extend to other things a lot of people have had fallouts online for other things be it their political arguments online be it you know social activists and stuff like that like we've seen it in real life where people are big into these groups and communities something happens there's a shift there's a change all of a sudden there's a turn and now you have to separate yourself from the from the collection of a group and community that you build you literally have to cut them off and isolate yourself yeah and like i said don't write up here trying to say we against free birth or Mm -hmm. we think it's okay that people die in childbirth in the hospital we're not saying any of that shit no uh even the you know every stat we read at the beginning the cesarean section is having an alarming rate in america like totally understand totally get it it's really just more sad than anything that because it feels like maybe this was preventable but you never know she could have went and to the hospital and lost her child you know she could have died in childbirth but correct there's just something kind of sad about the idea of people that will egg you on to the edge of oblivion if it fits their agenda right and it seems like that happens more and more yes because the the thing is the internet doesn't give a fuck about your your mental state (laughs) they don't give they don't care about your spiritual state they don't care about your emotional state that you know a lot of them don't care a lot of them is i'm gonna use you till i can use you up as long as you fit my agenda whatever the agenda is and the second you don't you are trash disposable you can get the hell on but you know what there are real people on the other side of that get the hell on and nobody cares until you're the one cast out the group yep all right we, we talked about this long uh for a long period of time i didn't mean to talk about it so long but i didn't want to do a half-ass uh story on that because i thought it was really important Mm -hmm. and relates to so many other things yes so let's do sore ratchetness and wrap up we'll do more fun stuff tomorrow yes So ratchet this time y'all let's talk about the people that's out here doing stuff with these swords a man has been jailed over sword threat bike robbery a man who robbed a schoolboy of his bike while holding a three foot long samurai sword has been jailed for four and a half years schoolboy this is definitely not in the united states uh jamie wilson uh approached a 13 year old in the carlisle carlisle's keenan park and asked for a look at the bicycle before pulling off pulling out the sword oh shit 
he was under the influence of alcoholic cocaine at the time oh both i mean how do you think this how do you think this happened hey boy let me see let me look at that bike mm-hmm well, uh mister uh i was told to say no to strangers already Sting! Mm-hmm. you know that's that's mine that's how i imagine you know i like anime i imagine that's how you saw us come out <laughs> the 31 year old had denied robbery and bladed article possession charges uh the incident took place uh the 28th of august last year and the youngster was with the bike was with a friend in the harabee area of the city giving evidence the boy now age 14 said he'd been shocked asking why he let wilson of miller's court botcher be botcherby anyway take the bike he added because he had that sword yeah what kind of question is that right that fire that lawyer that motherfucker is out of terrible and why'd you let him take the bike because i don't want to fucking die wilson rode off in a different bicycle he had with him was taken home by the boys so he already had a bike and took he i guess he just maybe that one had baseball cards in it or something i don't know he's like oh i like these folks let me get your bike the court heard he claimed he had merely swapped bikes with the youngster at sore point uh <laughs> jeff smith defending the court wilson's uh the court and this is a this is a grown-ass man why you swapping bikes with a kid right jeff smith defending the court oh wait jeff smith defending told the court wilson's life had been spiraling out of control in that time he was in uh at that time he was in a very bad place the, the fuck that kid got to do with it white he of was course. also he was also sentenced for possessing cocaine and cannabis which were found by police when he was arrested he they jailed him for 54 months Re- oh man 54 months is a long time just for pulling a sword on the kid good recorder richard archer said mm-hmm. it is clear to me that it's not a shred of remorse for put that boy and his friend through right Mm-mm-mm. uh all right y'all that's it for today's episode uh we appreciate y'all listening and Indeed. we'll be back later on uh with more episodes this week um and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.